to do. I believe whatever is worth doing at all is worth doing well. This has been my mantra since I was a child. Um, but most people, they want a turnaround time of 24 hours. They want magic and they don't want to do anything, right? So if you are not ready to do the work, don't, don't expect perfect. This is Business Fever NG Podcast, episode 56. This is a podcast where successful food entrepreneurs in Nigeria share the success stories of how they built their brand and the lessons they learned along the way. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Pei, also known as Chef EVA, founder of EVS Kitchen and also Food Business Acceleration Hub. And I'm your host, Olumide from Barbecue and Cravings. Welcome to the show today. Um, I always like talking to... Um, I guess entrepreneurs who are one, let's call it consulting in this industry and also practicing as well too, because you're on, not only a student, you're also a teacher. Um, and I oh. think that's very, very important for not just business, not, not just business success, but being able to like impact the most amount of knowledge. So I, I'm very happy you're on the show today. Um, Thank you. Good. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us your background and, um, I mean, I guess touch on both aspects of the businesses you're in, and then uh, I'll ask more questions going on. Okay. All right. Um, my name is Binti Ajibola. I'm popularly known as Chef Evie or Evie. Um, I'm the owner of Evie's Kitchen, and I'm the founder of the Food Business Acceleration Hub. So Evie's Kitchen is a platform where um, it's as a food and catering company, right? And um, the Evie's the Food Business Acceleration Hub is a platform where is an initiative where we actually train food business owners on how to how to run and sustain um, a profitable food business and you know industry basically what you do but um, you know in involved a lot more in online trainings workshops and looking to have conferences and all of that so it's a way of sharing knowledge about the industry where that is mostly inaccess- accessible because, you know, most people don't share industry secrets, like I like to call it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but to be honest, um, I believe when everybody around me grows, then I'm growing. So, um, and, and based on, you know, my story and all of that, I, I, I love to, you know, share my mistakes and my insights. And, you know, and information I've gathered from people in the industry um, and to help people not make the mistakes I made and some other people. So, you know, minimize other people's mistakes, basically. Hats off to that. I mean, I think it's, I'm happy that we, I'm, there's a trend in this going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, the worst things that can happen to anybody is you invest in a business, you're, you're so optimistic in the beginning part. And then somehow it just beats you down, you quit because yeah. lack of information, you know, um, lack of resources, things like that. So being yeah. at the forefront of this, I think is definitely mm-hmm. helpful for a lot of people. So thank yeah. you for doing that. Now, what what's your background? Like, what did you study? Because, I mean, now you're teaching as well and you're also practicing. So obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you said that this is your career path for you. But I'm, I'm always curious to know, like, what the okay, journey so, is. Um, all right. So I studied... Um, I studied in the University of Ibadan. 
I studied physiology, which is a paramedical course. <laughs> and um, well, I always I wanted to be a pediatric surgeon, but then I realized, yeah, I didn't think I had the strength to read or, you know, digest all the things, the information they were giving. But anyways, um, eventually, I, I, re- I realized something I'd always loved, which was cooking. Right, my father did everything to make to make me stay out of the kitchen and study, but um, I realized every single situation I always went back to the kitchen, and I'm talking about when I'm sad, when I'm happy, it was my go-to place. Right, so I could be someone could can die, I could lose a person, and and then you see me in the kitchen cooking for hours. It was my it was my happy place. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and I used to love trying recipes and, and all of that. So um, it started from there. And, you know, you, you, you have a talent, you have a gift. Everybody gathers around to eat whatever I cook. And, I mean, they lick the plate clean. So I'm, I'm like, you have a talent. You, why don't you just, you know, make use of it and monetize it? I had a few friends push me, oh, why don't you, you know, just be supplying us in the office? I was working. You know, after university, I started working and all of that, and I moved to Lagos. Um, and I said, okay, build my website, my own website, and I'm I'm quite tech savvy. You built yourself? Yes. Wow. <laughs> With a plume. <laughs> but and you know, did all I needed to do, and on uh, well, unfortunately, it turned out to be an ego website. An ego website meaning, um, you know, it was just for the fronting. And all, nobody really, there was no traffic. It wasn't driving traffic to the business. Or I didn't know how to drive traffic to the website. So as such, so, and I realized my my um, revenue was generated through other means, not the website. Eventually, it just phased out. And then um, I started the business, you know, I, I had the money to do it. It was my personal funds. I put it in, did bought equipment. You know, I just thought, start with family and friends which is basically what i believe anybody should start with and um i started with soups and unfortunately because i did not have information proper information on how to run a business i i i didn't understand that business was running business is not um running pushing a passion there's a difference Unfortunately, because I didn't quite understand that, um, I shut down in less than a year. So I fell into the the bracket of the 85% of food vendors that shut down the first year. And um, and I restarted all over again um, in 2017. Yeah, shut down 2016-ish, restarted 2017. And yeah, we're here, we've grown actually. Um, but that's after I, it was basically, I, I literally had to go and learn hands-on, you know, from someone, um, um, understand the rudiments and, um, um, to, I, 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 I had, um, paid trainings, you know, on how to run successful businesses. The, basically, I know that, you know, there is a generalized, um, 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 set of information you should have before when you want to run a business, but every industry has its peculiarities, I believe. So um, I had to seek 
information from people who have been in the industry for 15, 20 years and they are still going strong. Wow. So, yeah. So, and the truth is, they will naturally, and I'm talking about my mother's mates. Okay. They will naturally not tell you this. You probably wouldn't even have the access to them. Like I went down and did it to go and get information. And I'm like... So I'm curious about that because... um, Let me start yeah. with this and I'll go all the way back. So when you say mm. your mother's mate, right? Like, mm. I, I think business almost evolves so often that we have yeah. to stay current. So, you know, yeah. from, from a catering aspect, they can tell you how to cook food in bulk, you know, how to maybe, mm. you know, preserve the food and all that. Well, mm. the marketing aspect of the business has changed from okay, back then. Okay, so, you know. so here's the thing. You can never face out um, the background, right? The, um, the, and there's an evolution, right? I, I am the new generation. They are the old generation. They are still existing. They've probably hired, they've hired hands in the new generation to grow, to continue to grow their businesses. But there are basic things that, Dave, um, I'm going to give you an example. So, um, you know, when, for example, a woman, maybe let's say use um, Alaja, an Alaja that is selling drinks that maybe we've known across the road, but our business keeps growing. You walk into the store, you see them writing, um, recording every transaction. I'm talking about every bottle of drink, two sachets of, of, um, of water. Those things, you know, those are, those are, those are, those things are record, they're called, we call them bookkeeping, right? But they've been automated now. Most people, I'm talking about, when I'm talking about um, information, I'm talking about information as little as that. Most people just want to make money. They don't even, they don't record what they are doing. How would you be able to grow something you do not know. Do you understand where I'm coming from? I get so it. I had, to, I had to learn certain things. Like, they had to correct me on certain things. Like, you can't be doing this. Then, you know, other things like um, for event catering, there were information that they gave me on how to um, um, maybe preserve food to stay last long enough during an event, what not to do. The, the things that you would... The kids of this of my generation will not know. Google can't answer all the questions, to be honest. Yeah. So um, I, I'm yeah. Getting, so are you saying so? What are the reasons why the first business failed? This is the reasons why where you you're not bookkeeping enough. You didn't have enough uh technical knowledge of the of the of, of the industry. So was that one of the reasons why? You, what are the reasons yeah. was it that you failed the first business? And the so, first business was also catering as well, right? Pretty much catering. It was. You never had yeah, a. Yeah, it was not, a VSK I okay. started then. You were yeah. not going to do like a um day to day or every day. It was a catering no, service. It okay. was um soups. I started with soups and bowls. Okay. And all of that. And, and do you have a nine to five during this time, or this is? Um, when I started off, I had a nine to five. Okay, and then... but I I um I resigned the same month I started. I didn't know the month. Okay. I stopped working. I know. That was when I thought I'd gotten it right, but um, um, yeah. So the 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 information about um, um, it was not just you know information and experience, right? There were other things like um, um, funding, right? So I was supported by family and friends, 
right? But along the line, I needed to, I needed some, um, I needed a level of funding to put into the business, right? You know, even um, the Bible says money answers all things. But um, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't even growing the business properly to generate enough funds because, you know, in, in economics, there's always um, um, appreciation when you start and then there's a depreciation, right? Or, you know, you have to maintain a level. It's never always appreciated. I didn't know how to keep pushing it so that it keeps making profit. I had maxed out on the clientele I had. And, you know, you can't keep recycling the same people. They'll get tired. People try, like to try new things, you know. And then eventually... Um, I had to, I, I tried to get funding, you know, I even had someone reach out that was going to invest, but I couldn't maintain the business to keep running. So eventually I had to shut down. It wasn't working. It wasn't going to pay the bill. It wasn't going to pay the rent. I was running from my home, but you know, you have to, I didn't even know how to do proper costing, hmm. to be honest. Yeah. So, and the truth is in every now, I when I had learned, I realized that in every plate of food you serve, you include your everything as little as your cost, your, your rent. In every plate. So I didn't know how to do all these things. And, and who would want to invest in something that has no record or that is not growing? I can't lie to an investor. Some people will go ahead and lie and bring out the numbers. But I, I knew that I was going to be shooting my leg, myself in the leg. If I collected anybody's money and it shut down. And, you know, I had a father that, I'm not proud to say this, but he didn't believe in my dreams. Right? He didn't support it. Yeah. It's, so the industry, you know, like, I don't know what the failure rate is, but it's very high. But then, yeah. you know, unfortunately, it's also something that it's almost like until you're successful, like it's hard to believe. Like when I started flipping burgers as well too, like it didn't make sense. I mm. I started accounting, you know, um, then mm. I was selling t-shirts initially, had a, a fashion brand and then I'm not saying making food. You know, it doesn't make sense, but then it makes sense only after it makes sense because yeah. there, <laughs> there's way too many failures in this industry that you almost mm. throw money away. And what you even said about the investors, I, I, my previous podcast was about taking money from people. I think mm. that, um, most we we we're too optimistic to see the the potholes in any business plan, yeah. you know, and we're only thinking let's be the next TFC, let's be the next Sweet Sensation, let's be the next Poker Hot. Actually, yeah. you can cook now, but there's a whole lot more tied to that. And obviously, I mean, it's kind of good you didn't get the money or you didn't take the yeah. money. At that point yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I did because I'm happy I did. you know my own experience has always been the more money you have, the more expensive your mistakes is going to be yeah. because I throw yeah. money on things. That I'm thinking it's supposed to work now. You never realize, oh crap, yeah. you didn't factor a skill set or you didn't factor people or Niger factor into exactly. it. You exactly. Know? The economic, economical um, yeah. challenges and all of that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so what are you doing differently now in your business before you go into the whole consultancy thing? Like, and the, the stuff you've learned, yeah. um, did you have to adapt it to like, was it just, plug and play where the teacher days you bring it in or you, you had to really adapt it to like the ta- the times you know i i have such a very yeah. biased uh impression Mine. of the old <laughs> folks who were doing this business because i'm not sure mm-hmm. a lot of them were able to this is me stereotype uh generalizing i'm not sure they, they were able to build a business without them physically yeah. monitoring yeah. constantly 
Okay, so um, um, first of all, I like to say experience, like they always say, is the best teacher. You can only guess how it will be until you cannot really know what going into labor and childbirth is. You can only get from people's description until you go into, into labor and childbirth. So um, number one. Number two, yes, I learned, but no, it wasn't plug and play. <laughs> I, I remodeled those things to fit into the generation I'm in. Because to be honest, I can't work the way they were working back then, right? And one of the pe people, um, to be honest, one of the people um, that I didn't even reach out to this one by myself. She met me at the salon. She's been into food business for over 15 years. And, you know, she does for caterers to Julius Berger and all of that. And we started chatting. You know, and from there, she started telling me things that I was like, wow. And I applied them, you know, I'm talking about even the food aspects, just the cooking and all of that for events. And, but in, she reaches out to me to ask um, about um, um, certain things. Um, I tell her to, you know, you have to do more shoots. You have to do more, take more pictures to post on social media. You can't handle social media. So give it out to someone because the industry, the generation we are in, they are social media savvy. Everybody's glued to their phone, right? So you, she, they reach out. So um, uh, it's like um, a symbiotic relationship. I was going to use that same word. <laughs> That's what it yeah. is. So it's, um, they reach out. I, I reach out, but the knowledge I have gained from them, it's, it's knowledge that might have taken me 10 years to, if, I, if, if um, I have to go through it by myself, if I had had to go through it by myself, and, or it would have cost me a lot of money to learn. But these people have, you know, I, I related, I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm very empathetic, and I'm, I connect with people emotionally more. I think that actually helps drive my business drive my business but um with that when people feel they can share with you they are comfortable sharing with you they would literally almost tell you anything give me like right? two other three because i i get what it what you're saying exactly i mean i still there's a lot of history we have to learn and then we can build on that and as much as the older generation can't really adapt to the market enough to the, is market of the new business of the new business but there's still business fundamentals that never changes and they have the fundamentals so like right now in my own mind i'm focused on the fundamentals i play a little yeah. bit online as well but fundamental has to be there cost yeah. right you know process of operation you know standardized yeah. that never uh, yeah, changes exactly. <laughs> it never yeah. changes so i get mm -hmm. that but um you know so this might even go through the other side of the business 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 as, as far as um consulting if someone wants to tell you like what are the so if i was to say what are the three lessons that you could share i mean like you can share from your experiences with these people like what would it be you know um i'm not sure i'm asked the question right but it's just like imagine what to say and if you can share i mean go ahead and share if not then i, I can ask you okay I'm, I'm here i'm here already. you know so it's um what are the like biggest lessons you know takeaways from your experiences with them was it more of like you know how to make sure like where to source the products from like what was the yeah biggest takeaway okay okay um first of all the question i was asked was why are you doing it That's from the, the people 
here. So I'm talking about from from um I have a business, I have a um business coach personally. I'm a business coach, I would say that consultant, but I have a mentor that um helped me through. And you know, um that is Steve Harris. Um he the question he asked, first question is why? Why are you doing it? Why do you want it? And to be honest, honest, if you can answer that correctly, you get it all wrong. So I wasn't I, I yes, I was in a place where I needed money, maybe. But that wasn't my drive. I knew that irrespective of that, I was gonna I'm gonna be a successful person. But you know, um so my why was about, you know, that's a question that you need to ask yourself. Don't be driven by money. Be driven by making impact, bringing value to the table, solving problems. So I had to identify the problem I was solving. That's one. Number two, um, my consultation with these people, uh, my interaction rather with these people, you know, the, I, I had me um, learning, and, and I'm talking about them in the food industry and other industry leaders in different, is understanding my um, um, value chain. I talk about this personally, value chain is very important. You would see um, 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 Dangote, right? He's going to, if you bring out salt and you're selling out, you know, you start selling salt and all of that, he can drop his price and kick you out of the market. Why? Because he's at the top of the value chain. Now, that value chain is not built over two days, two weeks. It's built over years, sometimes 20 years, 100 years. The, the person that is in control is the person at the top. It's like a pyramid. You know, there are so many people at the base, but at the top is usually one person. So let me give you another example. The person that does, um, you know, the chips they sell inside traffic. Yes. The guys at the end of the, um, uh, those guys selling, they are the base. They are the last set of people before the consumers. The owner of the farm producing the plantain is at the top of that value chain. He controls everything that happens down that line. But the guys hawking cannot, you know, they can't, they don't have the land. They don't have the property. They don't have the assets to, you know, grow that, to get to have that, to be at that top. So what is the best way to, um, to, to uh, what's the best way to get the best, um, best of what you have? Is either if you don't have that, have a good relationship with the people up the value chain, right? So I'm talking about, knowing the, 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 the cheapest market, having a good relationship with the aboki that sells the green pepper. Because all have a very good relationship with the aboki that is bringing the green pepper from the north. Do you get? It's, it's as I had to learn to, to you know, um, invest in relationship. And that is, and that was, I learned that in, um, in learning about my value chain. Once, if you know your value chain, it's very easy to grow. It's easier for you to grow. And um, so I had to, it's as good as, um, so two weeks ago, the one of the app book is, I have more than one supplier that supplies me. The major one that I get, that I get um, 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 my, my, my vegetables from was going to the north. And he called me, um, auntie, I'm going, I just said I should tell you. I'm already inside the vehicle. He didn't need to. But my, inside, my brother is there. 
So if you go there anytime, anything, you can sell anything you want to you. I know how your guy. And he didn't mean to tell me that. But I smiled because I'd invested in it. I'm a, and he's not the only supplier I have. I have I have more than one option, just in case, in case one person messes up, right? So building that, and the truth is what I get at, the value I get it from him, I can bet on my life that nobody in Lagos can get it at that price, except you, are, you have that, 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 you have created that level of relationship with other people in that category. Um, for example, the very first time I bought something from him, you know, I just tried him out. I bought, after having conversation, I bought 11, 10 to 11 pieces, big pieces of green pepper at 200 naira. If you are buying around you, you buy one green pepper at 200 naira. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I get it. So if, if I can get that, if I reduce my costs, I increase my profit. It's easier for you to grow that way. Now, number three, the first thing I said was your why. Number two, understand your value chain. Number three, it's um, there's a lot of work to do. You know what the world sees is just twenty percent of what of what is being done, right? Nobody sees what's going on in the back end. You cannot give up on what you're doing, and you have to stay consistent. You'll be consistent. You have to be persistent, even when it's not doesn't look like it's making sense because it's gonna take time. I don't know about um the turnaround, the turnaround period for most other businesses, but I know with food business it takes time. You know, in gaining trust of the people that you 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 choose to serve, it takes time to to even increase your revenue. It takes takes time. The 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 Abokia is an example. I didn't know him the first day. No. I didn't know in the first day I started all over. No, I didn't. I, I I didn't know all of these things, but it took me time. And then asking questions, and you know, saying you know, today I'm making five hundred naira on this thing, but I know that I can make more. I just need to keep asking questions. I need to find out, ask questions, speak out, but don't stop. Don't stop. What the 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 worst thing you can do to yourself is giving up on something you've worked hard and worked smart on. So it's not that you know. Um, value chain is more about working smart. That is why you see people move sporadically faster than you. And sometimes you know, especially if you don't have funds to push what you're doing. So, yeah. I think those three things. Uh, that's, I mean, it's amazing you said the value chain. Um, also, the why. Like, I'm putting up a podcast today about, like, when would I start making money? And yeah. I touched on, really, like, you have to ask why you're in business, first of all. And if you're there to make money, then you probably won't make money because there'll, there'll be a lot of hurdles along the way that if you're not well-versed, if you're not knowledgeable, if, you're not, if you don't have a strong conviction for that business, you're going to turn around and say, I'm tired. You know, yeah. so the why is key. Value chain, I think, is great. Um, I was looking at something that uh, Danny Meyer, that's the guy who owns a bunch of restaurants in New York and also like Shake Shack. Yeah. He yeah. had um like five stakeholders for every mm-hmm. business. I think his first ones were his employees, then mm-hmm. was community, then was like um your vendors, I think mm-hmm. um investors and maybe like government or something like that. Yeah. It's key yeah. that 
you know, we partner, I use the word partner loosely, but like you have to be good with your suppliers because yeah. if they give you bad green, if they give you small green tomatoes, for example, right, it's hard, it's harder to cut. So it will take you a longer time to prep. You know, yeah. um, if they give you uh, sweet potatoes that they supply today by today's what, Thursday, yeah, yeah, by Friday it starts spoiling, then you're out of business. So like, you yeah. have to partner with them to give you the best quality things at the best exactly. prices. Yeah. And one of the things we've done is it's always good to have different suppliers that you're rotating yeah. them because from my own experience at some point, when you have a lot of trust in these people, they, they're also in business to make money. So if they can yeah. increase it a little bit and, and it will be a bit higher than what the market rate is, because, yeah. you, because you trust them, you might just keep paying for that price. So we 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 don't we have two people we consistently buy from. I think now we have three mm. people we consistently buy from, and yeah. it's always key to know what the market price is for most items. So, yeah. So let me let me come in there. So um, the reason I can I I I, I yes I might get this thing. I, I said I got that the very first time when I tried it. I did two hundred naira for ten pieces about ten pieces. I didn't stick to that. I knew the next time I came to the market. The price I had hiked up. I wasn't going to get that those ten pieces at two hundred naira. Understanding that I'm not sticking. Now that's why he will call me and say, "I want to sell to you at this price." No, don't, don't worry, I'll sell to you because I understand that I am getting the best I can get from anybody at that point in time. Right? Whether it is now a thousand naira, I need to understand that it's not that way every time. The reg- irregularities of you know the the system the 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 regulations of the system actually affect everybody up to the up to the owners of the farm and you know sometimes they hold back their their trucks and you can they can't bring it in just like you said so you have to understand that if you don't understand that you're just going to end up you know you're going to become a um, a nuisance and that they would love to sell to. So sometimes you it's it's a lot about you know supporting businesses as well. I am supporting their business. You have to understand that. I try to to teach people that, you know, and of course not one supplier. Definitely. <laughs> what if today, tomorrow the person says I'm moving out? Does your business go out for the person? No, 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 no. Not one supplier. And yes, I I um I I like the term partners, but to break it down to anybody hearing. <laughs> you understand yeah. suppliers. Yeah, yeah. Right. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, what's the biggest thing you learn about pricing your product? Um, I have done a podcast again on pricing. I so I come from an accounting background, so it's mm-hmm. and I, it's easier for me to play with numbers. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so but I, what is uh I I see the, a lot of mistakes people make, but mm-hmm. what is what is one of the most common mistakes? Um, you you mentioned for example like on every plate of item your rent or you know should be in there is there like a maybe i should even ask is there a trick you use for pricing is there like a formula you use for your pricing okay so um i i unlike you i hate i lose accounting or oh, i hate it i don't like math but i know in for me to go to grow yourself you have to know yourself for me to grow the business i have to know the numbers so was as basic as um um so i in pricing i set the pricing for each product right and um there's a formula that i follow it's a worst case scenario formula um i teach this in my for people that consult with me um there's a formula it's not um a one size fits all 
right, is negotiable, but there should be a minimum value of um, profit. The profit margin has a minimum percentage that it should be. And then every other thing goes into cost, you know, costing of the product. Wait, for example, uh, let me give it to you. Um, okay, so let's say you want to make a a pot of um a, um a pot of soup, right? Um, and and it's going and you you're charging like ten thousand there for that pot of soup, right? Um, and it's going to cost you about five thousand there to buy the ingredients. It doesn't end there. You're going to use gas. You're going to use um. You probably might blend. That means you're using electricity, right? You're probably going to um. The time you spend on it is your labor. If you're not, if you have employees, you know, maybe you're paying wages, there's a percentage for that. If you're paying wages, um, you're going to factor in that person's time. Because if not, um, if you're paying salary, you're going to factor in salary, the percentage of the salary, all these things. And, you know, with the ones, and, and okay, so I say there's, um, um, for every cylinder of gas, there are 15, top kg cylinder of gas, there's 15 hours. So to get the cost of, the gas used on each pot of soup, you do your math. How many minutes did you spend using how many minutes of um of did your boner run for? So uh, it's it's funny, but in costing knowing the price what it costs me to prepare each product, I've already put that price on it. So we work with that every time. My prices are consistent. Except there's a price hike and there's space for miscellaneous. In case there are other things that have to come in, or there's a price hike in the market, do you get? So that's why my um um um, if you're buying a pack of rice, when they were buying pack of rice um packed food, for me when rice kept going up and down, it was the same thing until it became constant that the price of rice actually went really high, and it's not coming down. That's when we adjusted price. And it actually affected only food, um, 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 menu that involved um, rice, regular rice, long, regular long grain rice. So that way um, you can, it's very easy. And, and here's one other thing I do because I hate recording. Um, I hate writing. I find it tedious. I go to the market with a list of things I want to buy. Everything, everything I buy. I write the cost in front. Everything we purchase, if anybody is going to the market, they write the cost in front, how much they bought it. Because of recording purpose. And I use, we use applications that we can sync, right, online. So there's a cloud, um, cloud-based, I use cloud-based applications. There are many, there's Sage, there's Wave Accounting, the simple accounting. So those things automatically, do, they run the maps for you. And if you want a, um, a report printed, you can print it out. So I've learned the, the ways of the old, the old ways, but I have applied it in, in a, I've applied it into the new age in a way that is, makes me more efficient. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get it. So it's, it makes it easier for me to keep track record. I, I can, I, if I open the, the sales we've made for the month, we, it keeps track record to the point where it shows the client that's, that's bought the most. So we know who to, um, um, we know which clients to, you know, either give something to or invest in. So They're just, I'm actually yeah. interested in this right now. What are the cloud-based system again? If you can just share that. 
what are the what the cloud-based system that you said you guys use oh, so can... there's um there's wave accounting there's um there's um sage there's expensify there's um um simple accounting i tried that recently and it's, it's really and this nice are, not none of them are free i guess is it multi subscription or so one time like, um wave accounting is free they, they all have subscriptions if you want depending on what you want but it's uh i'm i make it as basic as i want you can um you can share the same um things that come with each one if if you decide to upgrade you know some you might be able to um have more than one account right so i have evs kitchen i have um, the food business acceleration up so you can have more than one account in one app right some of them and some of them it might be just you being able to share with other parties so that means um other members of your team can access and impute data them most applications have upgrades if you want but it's um it's as simple as it can be like the one that that's called simple account is as simple as it can be it does the math for you and for me i think that's one of the uh, one of the benefits of evolution where you get to do the things you don't like in an easier form something does it for you oh yeah, you yeah. Can, you I, know, I mean so the good thing about tech is, is it definitely has made things a lot easier easier yeah so I, let me give you an example like initially i had an accountant like full-time accountant working with us at the mm. restaurant um mm. because i just didn't like as much as i like accounting i don't like accounting yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so um eventually we now invested in a software that it was it had an accounting it had inventory and it had sales that oh, yeah. now i have somebody coming in maybe like you know two three times a week just to update the system and mm -hmm. it gives me all the records that I need to have. So definitely yeah. um, tech is the way forward. And anything yeah. cloud-based means you can be at home, plug in, and you can see what's yeah, going on. Yeah. But I, I, want, I wanted to just... So that's, the way I do my pricing is, you know, obviously you want to have, depending on... Ideally, your food cost should be less than 30%. Meaning, mm -hmm. if it costs you 30 naira to buy, then the minimum mm -hmm. you can sell it for is 100 naira at the end yeah. of the day. You know, um. Mm -hmm. Now the reason why they do that, you're not making sixteen, you're not making seventeen hour profit. You know you're not because you, there'll be a lot of. So having your food cost at thirty percent means you're almost like giving room for the other overhead, your your taxes, you know, your yeah, rent, yeah, everything else yeah, in there. Yeah, that yeah. At the end of the day, you might be making like twenty five, thirty percent profit at the end of the mm -hmm. day. So, mm -hmm. um, what I've told people is whatever you buy, divided by point three. That's what you have to yeah. sell. That's that's a beginning point. That's a starting yeah. point to put as your selling price. You yeah. know, um, so from what are, I guess from your consultancy um, experience, like what are the biggest challenges you think entrepreneurs have in this industry? Okay, so the biggest challenge I have with them is with the people that you're consulting with, right? So it's um, if you check any of my the videos or my captions on Instagram, for example. It's it's a it's it's a major thing. I always say I only work with high performance individuals. I'm a very hands-on person. I I put in a lot of myself in what I, that I choose to do. I believe whatever you is what doing at all is what doing well. This has been my mantra since I was a child. Um, but most people they want a turnaround time of 24 hours. They want magic, and they don't want to do anything. Right. So if you are not ready to do the work, don't don't expect the profit. 
And this, this is the issue. It's a mindset. I have had to deal with mindset. So I always ask you, I put you in a position where you understand that there's a lot for you to, you have to give to get what you want. I gave a lot. I'm trying to, I, I, in my choice to do this is trying to cut down on what you have to give. But it does not mean you're not going to give anything. I'm not going to do your costing for you. You're going to do your costing. I'm going to teach you how to do it. I'm not going to do your marketing for you. You're either going to employ someone to do it or you're going to have to do it if you don't, if you can't afford it. I'm not going to, you know, go to the market, purchase for you. I'm going to suggest places where you should go to to get cheaper prices. You know, I'm just going to teach you how to do it in, in a way that you get more, um, um, you get more profit, you get more um, results, better results. Most people, you just hear, um, um, oh, wow. And then you hear things like, ah, that's expensive. I can't pay. So because it's not a product-based business, you know, it's a service-based business, they, it's, they can't, um, it's not, there's no physical um, product. They're like, hey, but can't you collect this? Um, and I'm like, no, I can't. If I choose to do for free, I choose to do for free. There are things I do, I give out. But I can't. You are paying for my knowledge. You are paying for my years of experience and my years of failure and other people's years of experience. Or you can, you know what, do this. Take the money and go and see if that money can get you that information. It can't. Idri, if you have to go to Lagos Business School, you know, you and I know how much it will cost. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you have to... If you have to go to some business school, it's going to cost you a lot. What if you can learn half of that without having to spend half of what you have to spend, right? So it's um, it's a I have challenges with the mindset, right? So, but on the long run, okay, the ones that I choose to work with, that's why I make you understand this is what we're doing. If you're not ready to do it, no, don't bother. So I see people that reach out, right? Either they walk away. And um, some actually stay, and some some just get. Um, I have a client that she was like, you know what? Um, we're going to do this, but give me two months, because I I know I realize that if I have to do this, I'm not. It's not going to be based on procrastination. It means that I have to be ready. So she had to go and prepare the things that she she know she knew, and she had to create the time. She had to go and um, get the um, the the outlets that she wanted to open on ground, and then we started working together. Can you name some of your clients? Or it's like private? Like... Mm, it's con- okay. confidential, but okay. um, um, I have one or two. Um, there's, um, I don't know if you know the Mao Pies and in, in, um, in Uyo. No, okay. So, yeah, so they own restaurants in different states. I've had to consult for them. Oh, wow, okay. Um, which business do you enjoy the most? Like, if you had to choose one, which one would it be? Would it be the consultancy or would it be the... To be honest, um, to be honest, um, it's both because I love what I do. I love the catering, I love the cooking, and then I love that I have an opportunity to impact knowledge and share. I've always been, even before I started consulting, I've always been someone you can easily reach out to and ask questions, and then I would, I wouldn't hold back. To be honest, I, what's the point? So it's something I love to do. I love to share. I love to learn. So it's um, 
if both of them, if I come, if I come, if I come in three other lives, I'm probably going to do the same thing. Maybe yeah. in a different way it is done then, but it's probably going to be the same thing. What challenges do you think entrepreneurs have running a food business? Just a few points. I mean, we've, we've gone past the 45 minute mark, so I don't want to take up too much of your time anymore. But, um, yeah. um, so, um, you know, there's the... Um, there's the issue of understanding the industry. There's the issue of um, the government, um, the 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 regulations, and all of that. That there are major challenges, to be honest. Um, E.g. tax, right? But you know, we do what we have to do, and it's it would have been understandable if these things that are being taken from you are uh, used to help you grow, right? Yeah, they support your growth, but on the other, it's it's not that way. Okay. Um, there are issues with reaching the right market, knowing, identifying who their target market is is one thing, then reaching that those set of people, you know, and then also some sometimes it's funding. So you have a dream of what you want to do, but you don't have enough to push it and to grow what you you know the the amount of money you need. It takes time, and then somebody usurps that dream. An employee's hand that will push that dream. And that person, so I see people complain, I, I wanted to do this, I shared this information with this person. And I see this person take it and and, and it's not because they have, you know, they have the capacity to push it. And so they are afraid to share with people. They don't even know where to get information from and all of that. So it's a, quite a number of things, but we're working to make everything better. All right, great, great. So, how can people reach out to you? Like, if they wanted to contact you and say, you know, either for consultancy, probably for consultancy services, like, what's the best yeah, way so, to reach? Um, you can reach me uh, if you check the Instagram page. There's direct contact. There's email. There's um, via email foodbusinesshub at gmail dot com, and there's um the number. There's, okay. Um, you can reach on WhatsApp directly on whatsapp someone if it's a VA kitchen somebody will respond to you okay great 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 i thank you very much um what i'm going to do is after this i i would just want to talk to you for a little bit offline so that way we're not it's not on record at all um i'll be okay with that so um thank you for coming on the show today um i took some notes there's some things i'll definitely go back on and i'm pretty sure the listeners out there would also Hopefully they will contact you for their for services, or they would you know go through your website, through go through your Instagram handle and pick things um, for yeah. some of the things you put on your pocket out there. So thank you once again, and uh, wish you best of luck. If you like our show and you want to know more, please check out businessfeverng.com. Share the link with your friends. Leave us a review on iTunes. Join us again on Monday for a new podcast. Thank you.